When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody welcome to another episode of creators outlet please subscribe comment and share over on our youtube channel and for our podcast listeners if you want to see any of the images on any episode just head over to creators outlet on youtube and uh please subscribe it'll help the channel out help us out and uh spread the word we welcome our special guest uh rich davis creator of cult of dracula hey what's up guys how are you Man, I am better than I deserve. I'm watching my Braves in the World Series, so yeah, it's a it's a it's a good week, man. <laughs> so, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, why don't you give us just like your uh, your quick origin story into this comic book world? Yeah, um, I kind of stumbled into it a little bit by accident. Definitely um, a long and winding, weird road to get here. Um, I started out um, in the world of film and theater. I uh, thought I was going to be a playwright, thought I was going to be a screenwriter. Took some time off, did radio for a while. Then I worked in the film industry and then I uh, uh, worked for a newspaper, worked for a couple of presidential campaigns, and then finally ended up um, writing uh, this script for Cult of Dracula, which was originally produced on stage um, at the Browncoat Pub and Theater in Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, it was nominated for several North Carolina theater awards. It won several. Um, and we decided we wanted to adapt it into a screenplay. Uh, that ultimately didn't work out. Um, back then, uh, my wife became ill and we weren't able to devote the time and the resources to developing a, uh, a screenplay. So um, I actually gave up on it and um, I deleted it uh, because I didn't want to distract myself from being able to take care of Amber. And um, she got so pissed at me, man. I, I don't think she's ever been angrier with me in my life. Um, and luckily, she had um, she had a PDF copy of it that I had sent to her to to read. And um, she convinced me. She's like, you know, I get it. We can't do a movie right now. Um, you know, we need a lot of money for that. But well, why don't you try writing it for a comic book? I mean, it's not as expensive, and it's very similar. Um, and so I'm very, very glad to this day that I took her advice and, um, and went back and wrote that script and rewrote it as a, as a comic book. And, uh, cause I would not be here talking to you and your awesome listeners today without, uh, without her. And, uh, this has also been in development mm -hmm. 
with a with a company for uh, for for movie rights, and yep. uh, you 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 went from one publisher uh, that was going to have a uh... hey, Aunt, how are you? What's up, Aunt man? Comics. Um, you you started with uh, one publisher where you were going to be the the flagship book for yeah. them, and uh, you outsold everybody's expectations on issue one <laughs> and we were like oh and they were like uh, uh, uh we can't yeah you know and, and we started with second time publishing and um you know they were great uh you know this was their uh, the original cult of dracula issue one was the first book they ever put out and um you know it blew up i mean it did it sold so many copies that it kind of overwhelmed them and um you know they they didn't it's no fault of theirs. They just didn't have the infrastructure set up. Uh, you know, they were a new, new publisher. Um, and we were expecting this thing, you know, maybe if we got lucky, we'd sell a thousand copies. You know, that's what we were shooting for. And we did 15 times that and with issue one. And that was pretty impressive from uh, a writer that no one had ever heard of and uh, a publisher that was publishing its first book. Um, but, uh, to Second Sight's credit, um, they allowed me, they saw, you know, like, hey, we can't do, we can't take this book any further. So we're going to let you take it to other publishers. And I'm so glad that I did because I ended up at SourcePoint Press and I could not be happier. SourcePoint has been a fantastic publisher to work with. They really marketed the book. I mean, they took it um, from being kind of an underground indie hit uh, to being the official badge art at New York Comic Con. So, um, you know, it's it's been a crazy ride in uh in 2021 um and uh you know but i've enjoyed it it's it's been really cool very cool and uh i know uh the last time we talked i was i was flashing my my double copies of uh the first six issues on on screen yeah uh, they were actually over by my my brand new recliner since i finally had a place because if I, if I sit down in bed to read something i'm asleep in five minutes so I got, I got him by the recliner. I think I'm, I'm in, I'm like at the end of like issue four now. Nice. I hope so, you're enjoying it. So yeah, it's there. There's a, there's a bunch of stuff in there. I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, I was a little, you know, it was a little weird because the, the first issue was, you know, epic. And then the, the, the second issue starts with, uh, certain person that might not be all there uh being interviewed on tv yeah by by this reporter and uh he keeps flipping the script on her and i'm like oh she's so screwed <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh, that that's renfield um and uh, i had so much fun writing him uh i spent literally over 100 hours listening to interviews with uh, Charlie Manson and Jim Jones, Warren Jeffs, uh, David Koresh, um, because, you know, Manson was a big inspiration, especially for Renfield. And I wanted um, I wanted him to have that voice. Manson was very lyrical and very poetic, um, even batshit insane. But 
you know, there was a poetry to him and a rhythm to the way he spoke. And I wanted that to come across with Renfield. And, um, you know, it was um, it was very difficult um, to, 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 to translate that, you know, to hear a voice a certain way on the uh, the printed page. Um, so I was very, very lucky to work with some very skilled letterers, Ed Dukesher in the beginning. Um, and now uh, Dave Lentz is doing letters. But um, if anybody's out there is an aspiring comics creator um, and you I thought early on that I could save budget by, um, you know, going with a, you know, a, a lower cost letterer. That was the biggest mistake I made because I ended up having to go back and hire a, a professional letterer to redo all the work. And it wasn't because the person I hired wasn't good. It was just there were some things that they didn't know because they didn't have the experience. And so they just made some rookie mm. mistakes, but, um, you know, Ed Dukesher was incredible. Um, and he really brought the voices to the characters and he really got Renfield's rhythm down. And, um, you know, he, he reads like a, you know, kind of a insane beat poet and I love it. Yeah. Ed and, uh, Dave are both, uh, super professional guys. Oh yeah. And I know Dave has worked on a bunch of other indie campaigns plus, you know, you know, mainstream stuff and yep. uh they're great. I always tell everybody I go no matter what you think uh you need don't bother making a book if you do not have an editor mm -hmm. and a letterer. Mhm. Mm they make all the difference. Because they, you know, I mean, yeah, you need a good artist and, you know, colorist and all that stuff, but um Art, artists and you know artists are kind of like guitar players mm. there's yeah. a lot of them <laughs> and you know and you know you're right you know because artists um they are kind of the they're kind of the rock stars of the uh of the comic creating world so yeah they definitely do have that uh, that guitar player um <laughs> mentality <laughs> yeah and i mean now with you know we've got the internet so i mean you might not have an artist that's like next door to you. You might have them like, you know, oh, yeah. somewhere around the globe, yeah. you know, Brazil, Portugal, wherever. And, you know, nope. and, and it'll all work out because, you know, it's the internet and it's, it's all, we're it, all connected it, now. It, it's, it's interwebs, uh, yeah. you know, makes it possible for the NSA to spy on all of us. Right. Um, they sent me an email the other day, but I haven't seen porn on your phone lately. Are you okay? <laughs> Sign the NSA. I am 100% convinced that I'm on an FBI watch list just simply because of all, all the things that I had to research to, uh, to write Cult of Dracula and then now Rise of Dracula. Um, I mean, it's, um, yeah, my search history would probably, the FBI probably thinks I'm a, I'm a serial killer or something because, you know, I had you're, to. You're studying how to do it. Right. Correctly. Exactly. <laughs> That's a great, yeah, they are the bass players <laughs> and the drummer. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. You can't, uh, you can't keep a rhythm without that drummer. And you got um, to have the rhythm section. Everything mm -hmm. else will fall into place. Yep. That's a very astute observation. Yeah. Also, uh, you cannot let your, your drummer uh, smoke the wacky tobacco or drink. For a performance, because timing is everything. Yeah, unless you're Tommy Lee, and then that dude's just insane. He can do whatever. Yeah, 
uh, apparently he can only play drums when he's like that. So, an animal from the Muppets. I think he could he could play them in any state. Yeah, <laughs> because animal is always in the state of confusion. Yes, <laughs> but there's uh, we were talking uh, pre-show. There's been a lot of a lot of big things happening. Uh, the rise of Dracula is on the way. Mm-hmm. The uh, the Kickstarter is down to its last 40 hours. Yeah. I if if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah we're down just, just under 40 hours now and uh, uh, 42 hours. Yeah. 42 hours to go and so close to that goal. Oh it's pain. Yeah, it's like we're on, you know, we're just we're right there. And I'm hoping uh hoping one of your listeners will pop on there and put us over the top. But um we're doing a Kickstarter. This is my first ever Kickstarter. I've never done one before. Um, and uh, SourcePoint really wanted to do it, but they kind of had to twist my arm a little bit. Um, you know, because I was like, why am I going to, how can I ask these people to to give me more money? Because, you know, they've already bought the, the floppies. They're buying the graphic novel. They're going to watch the TV series. You know, how can, if, if we're going to go back to them and ask them for more, you know, to contribute more than, it had to be special. And so Garrett Gunn and Jacob Way came up with this idea to do a premium hardcover library edition of Cult of Dracula. And uh, it's going to be um, uh, made with the absolute best possible materials and printing techniques. And it's also going to include bonus content. Um, so I think we're going to write up to eight original story pages to put into the book. Um, and those, um, the original work that we put into this premium hardcover, I promise, will never be made available in any other format. Uh, we will not reprint it. It'll only be in that. And um, we're uh, also going to include a, uh, a cover gallery that's going to include all of the beautiful covers that we had for Cult of Dracula. Um, I mean, most people who picked up Cult of Dracula probably did so because the, uh, the cover art was so damn gorgeous. Because I know they weren't picking it up because my name was on it. Um, and then, um, last but not least, we're going to include, um, my original scripts for, uh, for each issue of Cult of Dracula in the premium hardcover that's on Kickstarter right now. So if you guys want to see how a, um, a project, how a comic goes from the script to the actual, you know, drawn full colored and lettered page uh you'll be able to do that so um yeah i'm really excited about this kickstarter i think it's an amazing value for uh for the people who have backed it we're almost at 400 backers which that's insane to me i mean i can't believe um i'm lucky enough to have close to 400 people supporting my project like that so um yeah it's really cool and i'm hoping in the next 42 hours um you know which is the 42 is the answer to life the universe and everything so, um, you know, this is this is the lucky hour, and I'm hoping we get over the top. Yeah, usually a, a lot of people get like a big rush, like the like the last, you know, the last day. Yeah, the last 24 <laughs> hours, they send out like another email, and you're running out of time. Today's the last day, and people will be like, "Ooh, like and, oh crap, I got to do that," and 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 scramble and get you know get in on it. Hmm. But yeah, I'm. Um, it, it's amazing. I mean, some of the rewards that we're doing, um, you know, there's a retailer pack on there, um, and you know, for 200 bucks, um, if you're a retailer, 
you get 10 copies of the hardcover. This is going to be the MSRP on this is going to be a $50 hardcover. So you're going to be able to buy it for 10 bucks. Guy, if you're a retailer, that's profit margin right there. So, you know, mm -hmm. retailers should definitely be jumping on this because it's going to be, uh, if you were to, you can't even get the trade paperback that uh, from Diamond for 10 bucks. So, uh, but here you can, plus you get a lot of other cool stuff. Um, there's also a $150 backer tier. There's only a few of these left. Um, but, uh, you know, I know a lot of your listeners are aspiring uh, comics creators. Um, and this is a great opportunity for them uh, because you get a 30-minute pitch session uh, with me. Um, we're going to get somebody from the art team to come on as well. And we're going to get somebody from uh, production at SourcePoint Press. So, you know, you could walk into this 30-minute meeting. You know, there's no guarantees. But you could walk in with an idea and walk out with a contract. And, um, you know, honestly, guys, if you're not willing to invest 150 bucks in yourself to start your career, then you know, maybe you're not as serious about your career as you think you are. Um, because, you know, you've got to take advantage of those opportunities when they present themselves. And trust me, from personal experience, it is not easy to get a publisher to sit down with you for 30 minutes and talk about your book. It's not easy to get a publisher to talk with you about anything. <laughs> exactly. And with this, you know, back this Kickstarter and you've got 30 minutes and we will sit there and talk to you and not only just listen, but give you valuable feedback about your project, about what you're, you know, um, and it doesn't matter what state it's in. You know, maybe you're in, maybe you're just in the outline phase or maybe you're ready to go to print, you know, uh, or somewhere in between. Um, you know, there's there are things that you can do and, and advice that you can uh, get from industry professionals that will uh, that will really help you out. Um, so I think uh, for any aspiring comics creator that um, that hundred and fifty dollar backer tier um, is amazing. Plus, you get the, you get the book and you get all kinds of other really cool stuff as well. Um, but, yeah, it's a it's a fantastic opportunity for somebody who wants to get into this business. Oh, yeah. This is the year. Uh... This is the image of the first Shannon Mayer cover. Yeah. Uh, somebody had a big giant poster of this behind him. Yep, I've still got it. <laughs> I, I, I figure you hit it. You're like, he's going to ask me for that damn poster again. I got to move <laughs> No, I'm just in a different room um, tonight than normal. So, uh, but yeah, it, it hangs up in my, uh, um, I've got a little, um, little home theater room. Uh, we finished out our basement and turned it into that. And so definitely that is hanging up in there. Yeah. I've actually got I've actually got one of these because I got uh, when I asked the uh, the shop that carried them uh, by uh, not too, about forty minutes away from me in Bellingham. You're like, do you have Cult of Dracula? Yep. I, okay. Well, add it to my list, uh, and I go. I want both covers. Okay. So uh, I didn't know that all the issues were out already. Mm. And then I got a, I got a, I got a sticker shock between this and my bad idea stuff and a couple of other indie, <laughs> indie projects. Yes, yeah, uh, with shipping, it's about one hundred and ten dollars. I go, whoa, what happened? <laughs> You're like, I ordered a lot of comics. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I've got the, I've got the, uh, the Shannon Mayer set and the uh, Yulia Nemeth. Yeah, the and the and the and the main cover, which. Uh, I will forever call the uh, the Hannah Hammer covers, uh, and and as well you should because it is it is definitely Hammer inspired. Um, Gula is in Budapest um, as we were talking, you know, working with writers, artists around the world, 
And uh, we were going to go a completely different direction. Like if you scroll back up there, um, you can see the um, uh, the the picture of Lucy looking into the this one. Yeah, right there. Uh, that was going to be the style of Gula's um, series of covers for Cult of Dracula. And then he and I just got to kind of talking, just shooting the breeze um, about horror movies. And we both we found out that we both love Hammer films. And he said, you know, I've got this poster hanging. It's an original one sheet from the um, from Dracula 10,000 AD. Um, and he says, hanging in my studio. And he said, let me show it to you. And um, I, I think I want to do a cover based off that. And he showed it to me. And I was like, oh, hell yes. And it ultimately became the um, the, the cover uh, for uh, Cult of Dracula, number one, the A cover. Um, and it was what was chosen to be the official badge art at uh, New York Comic Con. So, um, you know, there's something uh, that's Marat Michaels right there. I got to love how he he did that for Brandon's comics in Tempe, Arizona. Um, and I love how he just captured him coming right through that window right there. And when you read issue uh, issue six, you that or issue five, excuse me, you get to see this scene right there and you get to see how Marat just perfectly captured the moment on this cover. Nice. And that's the, that's, uh, that's another Gula Nemeth cover right there. He did, uh, that was the original cover um, for uh, Cult of Dracula number two. Um, and that, like I said, that was the style Gula was going for. So we decided to reuse that for the, uh, to have an original piece of cover art for the, uh, the premium hardcover. Nice. And here we go with tears. Yeah. The Lux Cult of Dracula number one. Yep. That's going to have original cover art with it as well. So, uh, you know, for you guys that are completionists out there, this is going to be pretty fantastic. Um, Anybody that's a that's a you know comic collector is like, oh, I'm gonna buy more shit. I gotta have it, but you love it. <laughs> yeah. So I think this is the one you were talking about to me the last time we we had a we had a sit down where you were gonna put uh, something like Kolchak files yeah. in the back of the book. Yep. Yep, we're going to add that. Um, ultimately, we were originally going to do that when we re-released it through SourcePoint Press, but um, with uh, the print schedule and you know the, the supply chain issues that have been plaguing the industry for well just about a year, uh, we weren't able to get that put in. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna get that that new original content into uh, the premium hardcover. Nice. So the deluxe number one is fifteen. Yep. The collected edition hardcover is 30. The collected edition hardcover in the enamel pin. Yeah, with which, the Order Dracul symbol. Which plays a big part in the book. Oh, huge. Uh, because there's... I think it's the end of issue three. Uh-huh. The detective is looking at a suspect's picture, like in his in his file, mm -hmm. and he looks closer, and he sees this emblem on the side brim of the guy's 
eyeglasses. Yeah. So just uh, there's lots of little subtle clues like that hidden in throughout the book that let you know that the Ordo Dracul, which is uh, our the cult of Dracula, um, they're a lot larger and a lot more powerful than we think. Because when we first introduce, when we first come into the book, um, it's very Toby Hooper. It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Southern Gothic, intimate. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're focused on this small little church in uh, you know in rural Tennessee up in the Appalachian Mountains, and um, you know, so you think that that's it, but as you go into the book, you find out, holy shit, this cult is everywhere. And then when we get to Rise of Dracula, you get to see how big they are and how much influence they have over things. Um, you know, because uh, uh, Rise of Dracula really kicks up the uh, the scope of, uh, of the world. Nice. Uh, you can get a collected edition hardcover with an original remark on the book. Yeah, that'll be Puis Calzada doing that because, guys, you, you don't want me doing a remark. Um, you can go onto my Facebook feed if you want and see what I did. Because at New York Comic Con, people were asking me to sign blank covers and do a remark on them. And so I just I, I just came up with it. I was like, you know what? I can't do this well, so I'm going to be funny. And so I, I, I figured out how to draw a little ugly vampire dude. And then I made, I gave him a little word balloon and I was writing, you know, writing things in there. Like you really asked a writer to do your, to do this cover art for you, <laughs> or this is your fault. You knew what you were getting. <laughs> and so so yeah. far everybody's loved them. And uh, some people have actually been sending me covers that they want me to do remarks like that on. And I'm like, Oh God, what's that? Here? <laughs> I'm like, I, I saw some of those and I'm, I'm like, Ooh, no, no. <laughs> I am not an artist. <laughs> I'm like, I go, this is almost as bad as when Tom King does it. I know. <laughs> but like I said, if I can't be good, I'm going to be funny. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> and, I, you know, I'm, I'm very glad that the people who got these appreciated and get the joke, you know, and because, you know, now it now it's a personalized little little thing. I mean, you know, you could get a signature and a, you know, and a beautiful character sketch from a professional artist. You can go to any any Comic Con and get that, but you you can't get this comedic gold that uh you know that I did for my remarks. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, the uh, the remark is going to be on a book plate uh with, and the original sketch is going to be on on the book plate. So yes, it's, it's a nice tip in plate for the for the book. So people are like, oh, I hate it when somebody draws on my book. Well, well don't, well, don't no worry. It's going to be on a book plate that goes in, and you can actually seek it out and frame it if you like. It's good. Yeah. And, again, it'll be by Puis Calzada, who is the interior artist doing pencils and inks, um, starting at issue three of Cult of Dracula. And he'll be continuing with Rise of Dracula and Reign of Dracula as well. We're going to keep the creative team, keep the band together for the whole trip. Nice. And and 150 is what you were talking about before yeah. the, Zoom, the Zoom meeting with the uh, with the creative team. Yeah, this I really and truly, man, if you want to get in the comic book industry, this is this is a huge opportunity because I'll tell you, I spent way more than 150 bucks going uh, uh, going around trying to get publishers to talk to me at conventions and all that, Um, you know, just the travel, the time. So for 150 bucks, you get us for 30 minutes and you, you know, you can pitch your project and get real industry feedback on not just from me. 
but uh, you know, from people from uh, you know people who could really make decisions about green lighting your book. So mm-hmm. um, you know, 150 bucks to back a really cool project and get 30 minutes to talk uh, to a publisher. That's a great deal, guys. Hey, uh, Dark Gift, thanks for uh, thanks for popping in and uh, have a good night, man. Yeah, thanks, brother. And yes, we are very close. I hope we get over, man. I hope you have a good night. And we have some some preview pages. Uh, yep. <clears throat> and you know, I I have I have seen these because I have been sitting down reading the books. I read issue one like the day I got the box in from the from the shop. Nice. And then I got you know I'm like. I go. I know I read this, but I need to read it again because I read the digital version that you uh-huh. sent me when you when you were first launching with uh, with Second Sight. And yeah, I'm like, I go. I gotta. I gotta read. You know, a physical copy in my hands. Yeah. God, sometimes I forget how beautiful and gory um, Puise's art can be. But I mean, we. This is straight up. You know, gore. Um, it's horror. I mean, we, we, we tell you from the very beginning, this is a horror book and uh, you know, I'm a huge horror fan and I wanted to write something that other horror fans could be proud of. Um, and, um, uh, you know, Puise and, you know, Henry did issues one and two, Henry Martinez, and his art was brilliant as well. Um, when Puise picked up, uh, you know, he just kicked it to another level and man, there's some cool stuff in, in the artwork here. Oh, for sure. And the colorist, um, uh, Alex uh, MK, did the um, uh, uh, mints. Uh, that, that's her, what she goes by. Um, she did the colors starting with issue three as well. And man, she just did a great job. Oh my God. They use the I'm squeezing your head joke, but in, yeah. in physical form. <laughs> <laughs> Cause damn, yeah, yeah, uh, nice and bloody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's everything a horror fan could want for Christmas. Man, Tim and Joe Vigil will be so proud of you. Uh, <laughs> That's a compliment. <clears throat> yeah, the I, I love this shot right here because this is really this is really the first reveal to the characters in the book that there's there are things happening with the cult of dracula outside of the events here you know so we have these um you know these people just start rising up out of the water and um and then you know you, you get to see the scope and the size of the cult of dracula in uh, in at, toward the end of the book and it is really incredible and i love that panel so creepy <laughs> Words, 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 words. So, I mean, this is this is very cool. This is a special limited edition hardcover. Mm-hmm. There's going to be an additional eight pages of story in the back. There's going that isn't going to be printed anyplace else but in this hardcover. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be lots of other stuff in here that you're not going to be able to get anyplace else. And where are you going to get a hardcover this this large for 35 bucks you know yeah i mean yeah, it's really. a, what it's right at a hundred and 
uh, if I'm doing my math right, it, it's six full issues. So it's not it's not like a one through five. It's one through six. So, uh, you know, I guess it, it may be close to 160 or some odd pages of just the comic. And then when you add the scripts and the art gallery, um, the cover art gallery, I mean, hell, it might it might be close to a 200 page hardcover um, for 35. I mean, you can get it on Kickstarter for 35 bucks. The MSRP on it would be forty nine ninety nine. So, uh, I mean, it's it's a hell of a deal, and especially, you know, again, for the retailers out there, you pledge 200 bucks, you get 20 of them. That's 10 bucks a piece for a $50 hardcover. There's your profit margin for Christmas, guys. Yeah, so, and, and like even even better. So how many how many's in that retailer again? 20. For 200 bucks, you get 20. Uh, uh, yeah, 20 I think you get 20, 20, cop 20 copies for $200. Yeah. So uh, you basically just get all your friends together and everybody gets one for 10 bucks a piece. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, you know, the, the stores, they, the stores don't have to, you know, jack it up to MSRP. They can, you know, they could, they can have it at the MSRP and include it in their, you know, in their holiday sales. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, they can put it up for like half price and it's still making them and it's still positive. money. You know, yeah. it's still it's still gonna make them, you know, a, a nice profit. So And just, that was really important. You know, I wanted to also so the retailers, the local comic book shops, are absolutely unquestionably the reason why we have achieved the success that we have. Because mm -hmm. there was a core group of them early on that um, that got into the project and I built relationships with them, talking to them, and you know, getting to know them. And they've supported this book and they've really made it their own. And so the, um, you know, they've really propelled this book to unbelievable heights. And um, we could not have done it without the local comic book shop. So if you guys are listening out there, please do support your local comic book shop because they're absolutely the backbone of this industry. And without them, Oh, you're going to have two giant corporations and everything is either going to be spider guy or bat dude. Yeah. Uh, but it's not going to be the spider guy or bat dude that you actually enjoy reading. Nope. It will be, it will be a uh, one that has been test marketed to be the least offensive to the broadest possible audience. So it, without the local comic book shops, finding these indie books like Cult of Dracula and things mm -hmm. like Fuhrer and the Tramp and Thompson Heller and any of the other amazing books that um, Source Point Press has, you know, without the local comic book shops, those books don't exist. They don't get made because we wouldn't have a way to sell them um, because they're not going to make it. I mean, Cult of Dracula has made it mainstream. We're in Target for <laughs> which is mind blowing. Yeah. But most indie books don't cross over into that wide um mainstream appeal um you know they, i mean just look at the look at the marvel movies since disney took over i mean they're getting more and more kind of cookie cutter uh, you know and uh, that would be what would happen to the world of comics without the local comic book shop oh yeah for sure well uh you're uh you're pu you're put together with uh, another friend of mine from from there with his uh gargoyles book there mm -hmm. Now his new one, Love. Western Gates, Bob Saley. Yeah. Love Broken Gargoyles. That is such a good book. 
and you want to talk about great cover art. The cover art for uh, for issue one of Broken Gargoyles is fantastic. Oh yeah, I uh, I I've been talking to Bob online uh, for a number of years, and he's friends with other friends. And back in 2019, when I covered the uh, one of the local cons to me, uh, him and uh, one of the other guys from from Source Point were there, uh, and uh, they were they were you know shilling all their stuff they had all the, they had all the trades there and everything yeah and uh he's he's pitching me like every as i'm rolling by in my wheelchair he's he's pitching me like everything like i'm going through in a car wash would you like the undercarriage <laughs> you want the wax it's not really wax do you want the wax yeah. uh and i i go uh bob it's will from facebook from creators outlet he goes oh dude Hi. So anyhow, this book, I go, yeah, continue, continue. <laughs> I go, continue. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, it was, it was a lot of fun getting, getting to meet those guys from, from over there. Oh yeah. And you know, source point is, it, it really is a fantastic publisher and I've loved working with every creator that I've had the opportunity to meet. I've been doing a lot of conventions and so I've got to cross over and meet a lot of the other source point press people um you know frank gogol garrett gunn uh dirk manning uh just i mean just so many cool people and who really just just dig comics man and it's just it's a cool place to be um you know everybody there loves comics and love what we do and um, love love going to the conventions and meeting people you know it's just it's so cool to get that chance to interact with people who are reading uh reading your books oh yeah and uh you know because it just it takes everything up to like the next the next level and with indie creations and even even small press mm -hmm. you get you have, you guys get a lot of interaction with you know with your fans online you know from you know shows 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 like this and others or just you know people just you know DMing you, you know, questions. When's the next book coming out? Yeah. Uh, where can I get this? When? Uh, when's the Kickstarter wrap up? How soon do I have to sell my first child to buy the book? Uh, <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, and you know, I I love it. Um, you know, especially now in the era of social media. Um, you know, I, we're comics creators are very accessible to the readers. I mean, I get messages. If you, if you message the cult of Dracula, um, the Facebook page, um, you know, it's not my publicist, Lori responding. It's me. Um, you know, I, I will answer your, um, answer your questions. If you comment on something, you know, I always try to reply. Um, it might take me a little while, um, to get there because, you know, I'm traveling a lot, but uh, I always try to answer. And then, you know, people have been mailing, um, mailing me their comics, asking me to sign them, mail the, you know, they can mail them to my store and I've got a little office there and they just put them in there. And then when I come into town, I'll go in and, you know, I'll sign 50 or a hundred of them and then we'll ship them back. Um, Cause I signed for free. Um, you know, I'm happy to sign the book for free. So if you guys want um, an autographed copy, um, just uh, contact Nirvana comics and send it there uh, with a return label. And I will sign. I can't promise you I'll do it fast um, because like I said, I'm traveling a lot and I got a big stack on my desk. But um, I will definitely uh, sign it and get it back to you. And there's a a certain uh, exclusive at Nirvana Comics that people might want with a uh, with a signature. 
Yeah. And uh, <laughs> if you've been following Rich and and Source Point, uh, you probably caught the live stream where they did a painting of Rich's wife and 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 the in the long flowing red dress and they made it an exclusive cover for his shop Nirvana Comics. It's oh. the only place you can get it and uh it hasn't been publicized anywhere and they are almost sold out. Yeah, we're almost we've almost sold them all out. Um it was uh the art was done by Intactus um and I loved his work so much. Um, I asked him to do all of the B covers for Rise of Dracula. Um, so Kayla Valero is doing the A covers and um, uh, Intactus is doing the B covers for all six issues of Rise. And this, um, I, it was just absolutely beautiful, this um, uh, cover that he created. And when I got to see the actual painting, like I hadn't seen it. Like If you watch the, the live, and it's still on the Cult of Dracula Facebook page. But when they pulled that uh, that drape off of there, that was me seeing it for the very first time. So that reaction is real. And I was absolutely stunned uh, by how beautiful that painting came out. And um, Intactus painted my wife, Amber, as Lucy. Um, if you guys read the book, um, uh, Lucy is definitely inspired by my wife, Amber. Um, you know, obviously she wasn't a vampire, but um, a lot of her tics and personality traits are represented there. Um, and uh, Intactus also included our dog Mina on the cover. Um, so he just and if you, if you look really closely, I mean, the way he, he did Mina is just unreal. But like you can almost see her fur moving um, on this cover. And it is just beautiful. But, yeah, it's on the. Um, uh, the nirvanacomics.com website. You can order it direct from us from there. Or if you're in Knoxville, um, you know, come by and see us and we'll get you a copy. And I'm always happy to, um, happy to sign them for you. And, uh, you know, um, I hope you enjoy that book as much as I do because it's, it's very special. Um, Intactus and then Shannon Mayer also did a tribute to Amber with his cover of number six. And that it was the B cover for number six. And every time someone brings me one of those at a convention to sign, I, I have to take a minute because it, it just about makes me cry. And the, uh, the Nirvana Comics uh, website is is linked in the chat. Yep. So you can you can mm -hmm. just click on that and 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 go right there and get you one before they're gone. Uh, yep. if, you're if you're listening to this on the podcast. Uh, Quick, type in your search bar, nirvanacomics.com, uh, and get one before they're gone. Yep. Um, and we've got a lot of other um, amazing variant covers for Cult of Dracula. For those completionists out there, if you're looking for a rare variant, um, I have uh, I've put some of my own personal copies um, up on uh, our website there. So, um, you know, we've got, uh, they're getting, our supply is getting thin. Um, we're because you know, with news of the television series which came out at New York Comic Con, um, the spec on this book just exploded. Um, Frankie's Comics put us in their top 10 spec um, uh, column, and then Go Collect put us on the uh, spec spotlight. So, when that happened at, at New York Comic Con, I mean, sales just exploded for every possible cover that, um, that you could get your hands on. Yeah, I, I remember when you had done a couple of variants when you first came out uh, with the first version of issue one. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
this this little app that likes uh, getting people excited about you the know collector. <laughs> you know pretty covers and you know some something called the newsstand edition. I don't know. Uh, pumped up this issue and it's and and it sold out. The specific yep. cover sold out in like what, like forty five minutes. Yeah, that was uh, that was the Scorpion Comics cover. It sold out in 47 minutes, um, which was incredible. Um, that was the first big one, and it, 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 I mean, it went fast. And then Comic Mint um, did their, uh, they did the Shannon Mayer Virgin covers uh, of all six issues, and their number one, um, I think it sold out in like 27 minutes. Um, but yeah, all of the retailers who have uh, done exclusive covers um, have done exceptionally well because they've chosen some fantastic artists, man. Um, uh, it still blows my mind that I've been able to work with, uh, you know, people like Shannon Mayer and Jay Ferguson, Ryan Kincaid, Kayla Valero, um, Carla Cohen, Lucio Perillo. I mean, they, these people are just incredible and they have no business even knowing who I am, much less working on my book. Um, but man, they've created some gorgeous cover art. I, I always get excited when I see Marat Michaels do something that's not, uh, do you poop? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Marat's a good dude, man. I got to hang out with him uh, um, out in Phoenix. Um, I went out there for a store signing with him. Um, and he's he's fun, man. I, I enjoy uh, hanging out with Marat. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've gotten to talk to him uh, quite a few times. I know he's he's been uh, to a, to a few shops doing signings and original art. Uh, that I that I know one of them is uh, JJ's Comics out in Arizona from mm -hmm. the Comic Book Shopping Network. Yep. Uh, and the other one was uh, shop from Illinois. Uh, Clam Steve McDonald's Clan. Oh, uh, Clan McDonald. Yeah, Clan yeah. McDonald. And I actually, you know, being being the the bat batshit crazy nut that I am, uh, bought. Uh, the McBastard package off of Steve for, uh, for Detective Comics 1000, because it was Detective Comics 1000. Yeah, of course. Which was, you know, all the covers that DC put out. Not all the 5 billion covers that were put out. Right, all the main covers, yeah. <laughs> all, the main, all the main covers that were put out, you know, including the blank cover, but everybody that bought the McBastard thing got a Marat Michaels Do You Poo detective comics 27 homage <laughs> and there's there's only like there's like i think like less than 60 copies of that book in existence yeah so i'm like hmm i really don't want to part with anything that resembles detective 27 but if if one of these do you poo nuts is willing to pay me a crap load of money uh -huh. uh, I got a picture of it, so I'm I'm good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, you know what? I owned it for a minute, and uh, you know I'm happy to sell it. <laughs> you know, it, it, you know, it was good. I've been I've been selling a whole bunch of my keys to uh, to pay for uh, you know indie projects. Nice that I that I wanted to back. You know, uh, you know, either Kickstarter or in, or Indiegogo. Plus, you know, selling you know all my chafe box and you know you know, some, some nineties comics and, uh, yeah. you know, a bunch of Marvel and DC garbage that I'm like, eh. yeah, you know, and I just, I've been buying indie stuff. I've been buying 
uh, you know, even stuff that I've been buying off of JJ is like, you know, stuff from first comics. Mm -hmm. I bought almost the entire, I'm only missing a couple of issues now of, um, Mike Grell's original John Sable freelance run. Oh yeah. From first comics. Yeah. Uh, I, I bought almost an entire run of ROM off him. Nice. For like two bucks a piece. ROM is such an underrated book, man. That that was a way ahead of its time. Cool book. Oh yeah. Uh, and I also got like probably like a third of the run of, of Micronauts off him for like a a (laughs) buck a piece. I'm like, I don't care. Dude, I had almost all those Micronauts toys when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. They were awesome. That's and awesome. Then, and then Hasbro came around and, and said, well, you know, we might be stealing some some other ideas from toy makers in Japan soon. And uh-huh. you know, before we knew it, the toaster was talking to us when we were buying Transformers. Yep. You know, so. Um, now, tell me about how the, the the regular trade, which mm-hmm. has nothing on this, it's you know it's not the hardcover. Uh, the only thing it has in common is they both have the first six issues uh-huh. of the series in it. How Target got on board to carry Cults of Dracula in their stores? <laughs> I have no idea. Do they but, even know what's in the book? <laughs> I, I I don't know, but I'm not gonna, I'm not going to tell them until it's been out for a while. <laughs> That was mind blowing to me. Um, I had a friend um, send me a text and he was like, your book's in Target. And I was like, what? No, there's no way this book's going to make it Target. And he like, and he sent me the link to their website and bam, right there, Cult of Dracula, you know, trade paperback. And I'm like, that's cool. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's just, that's just insane. I know. I mean, but yeah, I have no idea how they picked it up unless, uh, you know, maybe they order it from Simon and Schuster. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm sure that they did it because they saw the sales numbers and said, OK, yeah, this is probably going to sell for us. So, um, you know, uh, or maybe, hey, maybe there's an executive at Target somewhere who uh, just who picked up the book and loved it. Um, are they are they carrying any other source point books? I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I that's a question I'd have to ask um, uh, either Josh or Jacob. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a good question. I'll I'll reach out and uh, when, when I get the answer to that, I'll text it to you. Uh, well, I honestly don't know. Uh, we know the two biggest sellers in in this medium are manga, mm-hmm. and then followed followed by graphic novels and and trade paperbacks, and. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be an easy sell because you know it's a complete you know it's a complete book. Yeah. You know, it's the you know, it's the soft cover edition, which mm-hmm. doesn't hold a candle to the edition on the Kickstarter, of course. No, oh, because I do love I do love hardcovers. I do, you know, because you know they're not just awesome looking for display, and uh, you know fun to read uh they are also ideal for home defense yeah (laughs) you can use them to kill many spiders there you go hey lorenzo hey what's up lorenzo hey and thank you for uh sharing that link there buddy so uh yeah this is just uh 
This is just amazing. I've been, yeah. I've, I've been loving reading them. The only thing I didn't like was that the I usually deal with one of the owners, and I dealt with one of the uh, one of the employees when I get the box shipped to me this past time, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't bag or board anything. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. All the all the books got 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 dingalinged. So, yeah. So you know, but on the plus side, they're all reader copies now. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, you know, I don't mind if uh, if anybody comes by and goes, where's your indie stuff? I go, oh, it's in this box right here. Mark, take a look. And they go, oh, can I read these? Sure. Comics are meant to be read, man. Yeah, exactly. Can I take them home and read them? Yeah, but you have to take the A covers because I'm not letting you leave here with my Shannon A. <laughs> right? Yeah, because you probably won't bring those back. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't care if they're if they're digged up a little bit, but you know, it's just you know crazy. Yeah. This, this is this is so good. I I just want to see if uh, there's been any move. Oh, actually, there. yeah, it's gone up. Uh, um, yeah, it lo- looks like it's gone up about two hundred bucks. Yeah. So. Uh, so you are less than eleven hundred dollars away from closing this deal. I know. Forty-one hours to go, guys. I feel like I'm on one of those PBS telethons, um, you know, from back in the day. I'm like, you know, operators are standing by. Call in now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't have like a little sad puppy dog to put up and you know play the music to make you you know make you feel guilty <laughs> until you contribute. <laughs> Oh, well, well, I don't think I could do both at the same time. Oh. <laughs> and Lori, my publicist, just texted me. She said, we are $1,084 away now. So yeah. that's awesome. Thank you, Lori. I know she's watching right now. Yeah, I, I sent I sent her the links, too. I was, I was Isn't like, she uh, great? She's amazing. I, like, I, there are times I, I literally don't know. Like, I'm, I know I've got a flight to go to, to, but I don't know what city I'm flying to until Lori texts me and says, Hey, you're going to, you're going to Houston today. <laughs> it's like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> but she's amazing. I, I would not, uh, I, I, I would not be able to, I would be lost somewhere without her. I'd be wandering around the desert or something. Yeah. Today you're going to planet Houston. <laughs> right. There's <laughs> a throwback from our childhoods. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, there's 41 hours left and less than $1,100 to go to hit, to hit that goal. I know, uh, you know, once you get the notification that, you know, you've been funded, you are going to probably, you know, think about doing a couple of backflips and go, Oh no, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I am. But you might, you might crack an adult beverage. There we go. I'll do a shot. <laughs> Because that will be an achievement to, to get there, you know. Um, and, man, I'm so – I'm still, to this day, I'm still floored by all the people who have supported this book. Um, I mean, all the people, all the local comic book shops who ordered it, all of the retailers who did their exclusive covers, all of the, the readers who picked it up, and now the, you know, nearly 400 people who have backed it on Kickstarter. You know, this this success is – it's not just mine. It belongs to all of them, you know, because mm-hmm. we just don't get there without 
without everybody pitching in. I mean, without the artists and without the retailers and without the readers. I mean, it just, just doesn't happen. And um, so I'm, I'm eternally grateful um, for everybody who has uh, lent their support to my book. Yeah, it's it's so good. I mean, on, honestly, it's it's. Uh, I mean, I really dig it, and you know, I'm a I'm a Hammer fan. Matter of fact, this afternoon on Pluto, I was watching House of Hammer, ah. and I was like, Hammer had a TV series. Yeah, my friends like goes, you didn't know that. Yeah, I'm like. Ugh. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh God, I love I love Hammer. Um, I love. We were actually uh, we were just talking about Brides of Dracula with um, uh, Dirk Manning last night, and we both love that movie. I mean, it's so underrated. Um, you know, it's one of the it was one of the first movies to try to give the brides their own personalities, uh, which is something I took inspiration from in Cult of Dracula. I wanted um, instead of the brides just being you know three busty hive mind women with no names that are just there to seduce Jonathan and nothing else. Um, you know, I wanted to give them their own their own cultures, their own backgrounds, their own names, their own identities. So we came up with Akasha, Signa, and Akumu, um, who were a uh, Akasha was a uh, Nubian priestess to the god of death Menket. Um, Signa was a Viking scald. And Akumu was a Japanese Oni um, who was in the service of a shogun during the Edo period. And instead, you know, instead of these being three random women, these are three women that Dracula specifically selected throughout history to be her heralds. Um, so, um, you know, that that was a lot of fun. And, you know, I took inspiration from the movie Brides of Dracula and a lot of Hammer films there, too. And, and and Hammer was awesome because, you know, Grand Moff Tarkin was actually the, the hunter of Dracula. I know, right? <laughs> you know, and, and somebody pointed out the other day, uh, funny Star Wars fact that Grand Moff Tarkin and uh, Lord Dooku uh, were not only lifelong best friends, but also starred in a whole bunch of Hammer movies together. Yep. Christopher Lee, <laughs> so talented. It's, you know, it's so good. And I'm going to actually be able to stop watching my Hammer collection again. Oh. I finally got the the bookcases that uh, my LCS took out of, out of my old house when I went into the coma uh, didn't fare well. You know, mm. they were the Ikea six-footers. Yeah. You know, wibbly-wobbly. Yep. Uh, but... Uh, the guy that helps me during the day, my, my PCA, uh, his, uh, his mother-in-law sadly passed, huh. uh, a few months back. And, uh, she had like these two heavy duty six foot, like made out of like real wood and assembled by, you know, craftsmen when they made stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know here in the United States. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by and, hand. Yeah. By hand. And, uh, they're they're heavy, so I'm going to be able to uh, you know put put my D, put my Blu-rays and DVDs uh, together on a shelf, and I can actually go through and see what I'm keeping and what I'm you know getting getting rid of. But uh, I want to thank you so much for uh, being on, and we wish you luck in the in the final day and a half of 
uh, Cult of Dracula Collector's Edition on, on Kickstarter. Uh, there's the link once again. Thanks to yes. Lorenzo. Thank you, Lorenzo. And uh, don't forget to also head over to uh, Rich's store, Nirvana Comics. Yeah. Uh, bookmark it on your on your on your search history and uh, go over and and get you one of those exclusive Nirvana Comics uh, covers that was made from the 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 painting that was done uh, for Rich of his of his wife uh, as. As, as a very important character in the book. And, and their little dog, too. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And uh, don't forget, if you'd like some of your books signed, you can actually uh, mail them and just set up for, re you know, set up for, like, return postage yep. uh, for the package. And you can you can mail them to, to Nirvana Comics, uh, Care of Rich, and uh, he'll get them and when he gets around to signing them, they will send them back. Relax. Uh, somebody is putting him on planes and shipping him all over the country to go to all these all these shows. And uh, I mean, Cult of Dracula hardcover on Kickstarter. Yep. Target has a soft cover edition, and your LCS should have uh, floppies because that's where I got mine. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And if your, um, if your store isn't carrying them, tell them to hurry up and order them. Yeah. From, so, from Source Point Press before I mean, they sold out. Cult, yeah, Cult of Dracula 1 through 6, every single issue sold out at the distributor level. So Diamond doesn't have any left. They're gone. Um, so, you know, uh, and a lot of local comic book shops are starting to run very, very low, especially issues 1, 3, and 6, because those are big key issues in the series. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, they're, they're getting hard to find so really your best your your best bet to read the book is either going to be to back this kickstarter um for the premium hardcover edition or go uh buy, pick up the trade paperback which is uh, out uh, it should be out this week so it should be in stores all over the all over the the country uh this week so um but yeah the floppies they're getting they're getting very difficult to drag down anymore yeah the the trade will be available at target and your and your local lcs yep uh Check with your local LCS first. Target's got plenty of money. Yep. Target if, had, you... if Target can afford to get looted all last year, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> they don't need your money as much that as your is. LCS does. Yeah, your local comic shop needs your support, guys. So please go ask your uh, local comic shop to order uh, the Cult of Dracula trade paperback. Support them um, because, again, they are the backbone of this industry. Oh, for sure. Rich, thanks for coming and hanging out. Man, thanks again. for having me. It's always good to talk to you, brother. And uh, this will be downloaded and uploaded into uh, into a podcast and be available to download or listen to anywhere you like to get your podcasts. Right on, man. Until next time, uh, we'll catch you later. Peace, love, and read some Cult of Dracula. <laughs>